0: Welcome to Rema for Today Radio.
1: When you miss it on your decision, before you can straighten anything back out, you've got to go all the way back to where you made the wrong turn. Decisions, decisions, decisions. Turn to somebody and say decisions. We face them every day. We've got to make a decision based upon God's Word on what we're going to do with what God is asking us to do.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Decisions Determine Destiny by Ken Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful message. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Ken Hagan with today's teaching. See, we're going to have to make
1: up our mind what we're going to do about all this stuff, about believing God for this or that or the other. See, you can be saved and not do it, but I'm going to tell you what. I intend, I made a decision to go all the way in this thing. I made the decision. You're going to have to do something with your decision. Many are here today, face the decisions for you that are graduating from high school, for you that are part of the congregation that are graduating from Rainbow Bible Training Center, for you that are just here as part of this church, All of us are facing the decision. What do we do next? Uh, What's next uh, on the agenda? And if you're graduating, you're looking at, well, what do I do next? Do I go uh, for the high school graduate? Do I go to university or do I not go to university? What do I do with my life? For you that are graduating from the training center, going into the ministry, you are saying, well, where do I go and what do I do and what ministry do I get in? All of these are decisions. And for the rest of all, the rest many of you are asking yourself the question, well, where do I fit in? Where is my place? What am I supposed to be doing? These decisions face us continually. And do you understand that you can get in working with God in one place and all of a sudden you begin to feel uncomfortable. And now you are faced with a decision again. He's changing you. I mean, you know, I was enjoying being an evangelist. I was enjoying being an evangelist. The kids were almost up and grown and and out of the house, you know, and off to college. and, And the Lord began to deal with me about being a pastor. I didn't want no part of it, so I didn't listen. ain't no you, know you shouldn't laugh at me. You've been in the same place. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're laughing because you, you, you are sympathizing because you're like, man, I've been there. I know what he was feeling. And you know, I'm over in 85, June of 85, I'm over in, uh, in Africa at that Rhema training center preaching to graduation and uh, doing some other things over there, I guess, preaching there in the church and the Rhema church and I couldn't even get nothing going. You know, I'm up there, I'm trying to preach, I'm trying to get everything going and 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 the devil just, uh, I mean, you know, the Lord dealing with me and the devil telling me, nah, and the Lord dealing down here, you know, and I got this battle going on and I'm trying to preach at the same time. Any of you know what I'm talking about? You may not have been trying to preach, you may have been doing something else. You know, when the Lord's really working on you. And the devil really working on you out here from the outside it's hard to do anything else now you go through the motions, but that's about all it is is motion I mean even if you 're on your job, you're still just going through the motion, but you know, and I was having to make that decision, I finally made the decision, and it uh, it has helped me to uh, get into the place that God wanted me to be and I'm talking about me and my decisions trying to show you how you can make your decision I want you to understand that until you make the decision to go with what God Wants you to do you're going to be unhappy in anything you do And anything you touch is going to turn to mud not gold You know some people say well everything they touch turns to gold You know you you ever heard that said about somebody in other words, everything, everything they do works out good, in other words. I want to tell you what, when we make a decision and we don't go with what God is telling us to do, see, a lot of people are wanting to go when God's wanting you to stay. Hello now. And everything thing you do, I, there, there have been people that have left and they had to come back and they said, well, I missed it. I got to come back and stay a while. And They did. When you miss it on your decision, before you can straighten anything back out, you've got to go all the way back to where you made the wrong turn. Decisions, decisions, decisions. Turn to somebody and say decisions. Decisions. We face them every day. We've got to make a decision based upon God's word on what we're going to do With what God is asking us to do We all can't be Prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers But there's another category In First Corinthians 12 That talks about the ministry of helps None of the so-called fivefold ministry that's mentioned in Ephesians 4:11 can operate without the help's ministry that's mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12:28 I would be hard pressed to operate this church by myself without any help I mean, now think about it a minute I mean, I, got, I would have to play the musical instruments and then I would have to sing in the choir and then I'd have to run down and take the offering. And then I'd have to run back up here and direct the choir and the orchestra. And I would have to do the announcements. I mean, you know, it's impossible, right? And it's impossible for any church anywhere to operate without those willing to make the decision to get involved in the ministry of helps. We have some, what, 300 and, or 400 people that you don't even see right now that are back working with the children. I think it's about three to 400 back there. <laughs> yeah, maybe even 500. That are back working with the nursery all the way through from, from birth all the way through to the fifth grade if they hadn't made that decision to do that and all those kids was in here, some of your parents wouldn't be getting anything out of the service because you're having to take care of the babies. And some of the rest of you would be griping because the babies is crying. And some of the rest of you would be griping because some of the kids were fidgeting on the bench. And I'll tell you what, those kids fidgeting are getting more out of the service than you are. Because when we were crusade directors traveling with dad, uh, Craig was about three years old and uh, he would be there three and four years old. He'd be there with his little hot wheel cars right beside his mother there and all of a sudden he'd gather everything up and put it in his little case and sit down and said Papa's fixing to quit. You'd have thought he wasn't even listening to what was going on but he knew he knew his Papa's fixing to quit and pray for the sick and he would sit there riveted during the healing lines. I think that's why the Lord used him in such an anointed way with healing. I mean he's been involved with, I mean he, three years old man he put all them cars up and everything up said Papa's fixing to quit and pray for the sick and he'd sit there intently and watch that healing line. I believe God was dealing with him way back then. I didn't say anything, and of course he didn't know it, but then when God did call him when he was a junior in high school in a very special way, he had to make a decision to follow that. I had to make a decision. I wanted nothing to do with the ministry. I wasn't interested in going in the ministry. I'd lived in the minister's house, and I didn't want to live in another minister's house. Now, many of you are laughing, but you that are PKs can really identify with that because you understand what I'm talking about. I wasn't interested. And Dad never said anything about me going into ministry, but God did, and God began to deal with me, and I finally accepted it. I never said anything to Craig. He wasn't really interested in going into ministry either. But uh, when God calls, you've got to make a decision. And many of you sitting in this room, we're all making decisions every day about serving God in the position that He wants us to serve in. And you're going to have to continue to make those. You don't make a decision. Most people don't. Sometimes you do. But you don't make a decision just right here and you stay that way. God takes you down the road. You know, most roads have curves in them and hills and valleys. And you know, I found out as you follow God, you go around this curve and you find something completely new. And then for a while, you're on a straightaway. And then the next thing you know, you're going up a hill. And then you're down a hill. And you're around another curve. God leads you and directs you, and you have to make a decision whether you're going to follow him or not. It's not up to anybody but you yourself. You are the only one that can make your decision for you. You must make your decision based on information that you have gotten. We all must be able to stand still and make a decision. We have made the decision to accept Christ. We made the decision to accept the full gospel. Now you must make a decision of your position and your place. See, in making a decision, what is involved? We need to look at Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to thine own understanding. When you are faced with making a decision and you feel that God is speaking to you in a certain way, then you're going to have to listen to your heart. In other words, what God's saying to you, not what people are saying, not what somebody else is saying. Oh, you can't do that. Well, you know, know, you'd be crazy to give up a career now and go into the ministry. I know many people that have given up careers and gone into the ministry. See, there are many things that will talk to you Many voices that will speak to you, even your own people, your own churches, and many of them are fine, faith, word churches, they begin to say, well, maybe you can just uh, get it some other way and don't have to move away, but you're going to have to make a decision.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer the CD series Camp Meeting Classics Volume 1 for 1995, featuring classic camp meeting sermons from Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, Oral Roberts, and John Osteen. Call today and get this month's special offer now. Call 1 888 Faith 99. That's 1 888 Faith 99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is PO Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rema.org. That's r h e m a .dot o r g. Now let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: Arms call to arms up. men's conference coming up the 7th through the 9th of november call. building men of character it is going to be great you're going to miss it if you're not here so i uh, go right there and you can go on the on the internet and you can register go to rama.org, and and there's all kinds of ways to register there it That's tells right. you everything you need and- to do
0: if Rama for Today has blessed your life, then consider giving a financial gift to help offset the cost of broadcasting this program in your area. Our partners make this radio program possible. We thank you for all your support. Interested in becoming a Word Partner? Call today and request the Word Partner Packet. That number is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or visit Rama.org today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Ken Hagen Decisions Determine Destiny. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.